Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. Today's daily Bible readings come to us from Psalm 53, 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7, and Luke 9, 10 through 17. And I'm going to take a look at the text from 2 Kings and talk about what happens when God restores fortunes. Um, if you remember on Monday, I just read Psalm 53, and that's been the psalm for the past three days. If you've noticed the pattern in BBRs, uh, usually Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday have one psalm, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday have another psalm uh, because you're getting ready for that coming Sunday, and the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are following up on the previous Sunday. So, um, But the psalm for this week, the first half of the week, has been um, Psalm 53. And so on Psalm, we on Monday we read Psalm 53, and it was all about it was all about fools and what they say in their hearts and what they do with their lives because they say in their hearts there is no God, and so because of that, um, the Psalm says they are corrupt, they commit abominable acts. There is no one who does good, and it's 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 an outflow of them believing that there is no God, that there's no you know no concern for them. They can do whatever they want. Um, so they are corrupt. They commit abominable acts. There is no one who does good, the psalm tells us. Um, and the abominable acts they do are things like selling a widow and a, a uh, well, selling a widow's children um, in order to, you know, collect on a debt. That's the kind of abominable act that we catch up here on in 2 Kings. Um, it was a uh, it was a flagrant violation of God's laws concerning usury. Now I know because you use the word usury all the time, you know exactly what that means. The other people will explain that. So usury is the idea of uh, collecting is making money off of other people's debts or other people's misfortune. In other words, loaning money and charging interest so that you can capitalize off of their debt. And um, which is, you know, hey, that's the American way. That's the way the world works. That's the way, <laughs> you know, that's the way the, the world economy works. Um, but that wasn't the way the economy of God's kingdom was supposed to work. God was quite clear to the people of Israel that no, you don't lend money to make money. You lend money uh, out of compassion and charity for your neighbor. You know, you you lend you lend them money to help them out of a dire straits. You know, if they want to pay you back, fine, but you don't you don't charge interest. You don't try to make money off of their misfortune. Um, and so it was a flagrant violation of God's laws that these people were caught up in. Um, with, by the way, this is you know this is a wife of one of the prophets, right? Um, the company of prophets. Uh, and so they're making money off of her husband's misfortune. For whatever reason, he was in dire straits and had to, uh, needed some extra money on hand. And so they loaned him the money. And then when he died and he couldn't pay it back, they came knocking and wanted to take this woman's children and take them as slaves in order to repay that debt. And that's where we find ourselves in the story. She has come to Elisha 
the great prophet Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha, asking for help. Um, so here's this abominable thing they've done, this flagrant violation of God's law, um, you know, the failure of their compassion and charity. It's just a flagrantly selfish act that they were committing. And it was, you know, like I said, made worse by their failure to show compassion to a widow, uh, which God is also very clear on. Um, the act, this act would have left her completely destitute, right? She would have had no recourse. She would have nobody really to help her out or take care of her, especially in her old age. But here's the deal. This is the other promise that Psalm 53 makes to us right at the end talks about when God restores the fortunes of his people. And so God restores the fortunes of this woman. She has limited funds, right? But she has limited funds, limited hope, limited choices. But she stands in the presence of an unlimited God who have, can offer her unlimited good. Um, so God acts by taking the little oil that this widow has, because Elisha says, you know, what do you have in the house? Can you, is there anything you can sell? She's like, I don't have anything. I've got like a jar of oil. And Elisha's like, perfect. So go and borrow all your neighbor's jars, you know, all the Tupperware, stuff like that. Uh, and and you borrow more than you think, as many as you can lay your hands on. Just get them and bring them into your house. And I want you to go in there. Close the door, and then you and your son, you know, you start filling these jars up. Take your oil, start pouring it into the other jars. And you just keep doing that um, until, you know, you run out of jars. Um, he doesn't say until you, <laughs> he just says you keep doing that. And so, in fact, um, the good that God gives her, you know, he, he acts by taking the little oil that this widow has and then multiplies it until her debt is paid. And in fact, the good that God gives her uh, is only limited by her capacity to receive it. The only reason the oil even stops flowing is because she just runs out of places to put it. She runs out of jars to put the oil in. Um, God's capacity to do good to us far outpaces our ability to receive it. I mean, that's the story in the gospel lesson for today. Even 5,000 people couldn't eat all the food that God provided. They left with full bellies and they left 12 full baskets of leftovers besides. So, it may feel like you got limited goods, but you got an unlimited God and his unlimited goods. Anyway, that's the DBR for today. Get out, enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you later. Boop.